You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk? Y'all, it's been a while. Yeah. I'm like a proud father seeing the whole family. We got the whole family. We got everyone back together. Nicole is here. Nicole, we missed you. I know. I've been MIA. Oh, my God. Well, this is Eric. I'm here with Anthony, Shana, and Nicole. We've been going for, what, two weeks? I've been going for longer, for about three weeks. Uh, the show's been gone for two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we're back. We're back after a, a long hiatus, at least for myself. I feel oh, like yeah. I haven't Wasn't seen y'all I in a minute. considering coming last weekend, yeah. and it ended yeah. up just being you and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that like was, that was a great show, though. Yeah. Oh, no, that was before I went to Vegas. Oh. I was so drunk. <laughs> you, you were <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it We've was... all been there. I've been there. I have not seen it yet. But... I was there last night. I was drunk. <laughs> oh my god i couldn't yeah it was, it was a mess yeah so much stuff is going on like just in the world in the past two or three weeks that we're gonna have a long show it's gonna be a, it's gonna it's be still a really, gonna be an hour it's gonna be an hour but it's gonna, it's gonna be, be packed with a lot of stuff in this it's hour. gonna be fast paced i mean where do we start government where? shutdown let's just you know get kind uh, of yeah let's, let's get into this this unfortunate reality of our life um you know our commander-in-chief is continuously lowering the bar as a president um the government has partially shut down as of well, yesterday two days ago and so now people like in tsa uh we have people who are uh homeless security who are now out of not, they're not out of jobs they're still working but they're working and not getting paid and this could have been resolved a while ago so essentially he wanted five million dollars five billion dollars for this uh border wall um there was a legislation put in, hopefully put into action that they tried to vote on where they would have funded, I think, a billion dollars, but he decided not to sign it. He wanted the full five billion dollars, and the Democrats are like, "No, we're not doing it." And so uh, the, the shutdown. Fact is, that he would have gotten anything, like yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, they try, they're trying to appease him just so they, that the government continue to stay open. But he's kind of stubborn, as we know. Um, and so now the government has been shut down for for two days, and people aren't going to be getting paid for the work they're doing over the holiday. And I couldn't imagine being a TSA agent, and you're here during the holidays. And not getting paid for it, I would be disgusted. And so this is uh, is, is definitely a sad you know turn of events. But this is just one of the many things that happened. So Trump has decided to pull out of of Syria. Afghanistan and Syria, yeah. um, and a bunch of the established Republicans are kind of upset about this because you know a lot of neocons believe in you know sort of being in in places and sort of being a global, um, I guess moral, I don't know, army. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> And so, um, and so people are upset on different on different sides. And he also lost one of his generals. So General Mattis was a part of his. Uh, what was it the defense secretary of defense mm-hmm. has decided to leave? Um, he resigned. I think it was going to be effective February first, but I think Trump just fired him immediately. <laughs> things and are so, getting testy. Yeah, things are getting testy. So, how do y'all feel right now? Like, what is what is the environment feeling like for you all personally? I mean, even if impeachment happens, it's still it's still a scary thought because then you got to you know deal with Pence. I know. I don't. Know. I, if but I, if he doesn't get impeached, he he's gonna win. Mm-mm. I think he's gonna win. I don't think so. I mean, but look look at the kind of the economy is horrible. You know, stock market market is at its lowest rate since they said the Great Depression. Um, it, it's it's a pretty tough time for for a lot of people. It's a lot of uncertainty going on on out here, and I feel that. Definitely. It's definitely hitting his base just as much as it's hitting everyone else, and I think they're gonna they're gonna turn on him. I, I got a feeling. I feel like if he doesn't get this border wall sort of pushed, that's the last straw, and I think people are gonna turn. And so I think I'm personally, I'm just ready for him to go. I think it's it's just I feel like I'm in a soap opera for the past two and a half years, and at this point, I'm just like, we need to do something to move forward as a country and sort of get over this sort of, over this current era of, of politics it's just, it's just too much a lot well you know it's the holiday time so you know that yeah. might bring some cheer to some people that's been feeling down yeah i don't know it, it sometimes it does i do want to bring- like what makes you think that we deserve anything like other than trump as a country deserve i mean i think it was- trump is the president that we deserve as a country he's I mean- overweight stupid yeah <laughs> This racist pre- not now we're being <laughs> self-deprecating i don't know man. he pretty much I, sums up america yeah yeah, yeah. this conversation's yeah. just a bummer 
I yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, man. Nicole's back. All right, know? let's get some. Let's get she some. Came, like, she came with the right. turn up. It's the holidays. All right, okay? I got it. I got it. But gotta current, current events. Current events are always kind of a bummer. I, mean, I do got I, I hate Christmas. I'm with the half. I do got to ask. No, I'm miserable. I do not like, I do not like Christmas. It, but so you're the Grinch. I do got to add something though. So a couple of other things kind of big happened. So did anyone see the wrestler who was forced to cut off his dreads? I saw that. What do y'all think about that? It's unfair. But what was the reason? I don't, so the ref has a history of doing some Being racist stuff. Being a racist, stuff. he called another ref at a company gallery a nigger, mm. and he said that he was drunk and he would apologize to him. For being drunk, he's. I don't. He didn't remember saying it, but so, the that's thing not an was, excuse. The so, thing was, he said his hair was too long, but he usually wrestles with a cap, right? And they said that the cap that he had was unacceptable, so he either had to cut his hair or they forfeited the match. So that was the party line. His hair was too long, but his hair was his. He had dreads, but his dreads weren't that long. It's not like it right, was like right. down to his shoulders or something. Maybe it was just like a safety thing. But my oh, thing is, this. I mean, the ref didn't handle it correctly at all. I don't think if, it was a safety. I, thing. I'm not a coach, but I'm around kids all the time. <laughs> you have to stand up for the children that are yeah. in your care. And as a coaching staff, you were, you're supposed to be like, we're just going to take the L. Yeah. Because that, that, he was humiliated. You can Even tell. though he won the match, he was still humiliated after yeah. they cut his hair. In many cases, like silence is, is acceptance. Like the coach not fighting for the kid. Or even his team. I, his I'm not, teammates. I can't, I can't really blame his teammates. They're high school kids. They don't really. They don't know as much. Um, but the you coach, you know enough. You know enough. But I think the coach should have did something where he at least fought for his players. Like, high schoolers knew enough to walk out of class. Yeah. To protest gun for gun control. That's true. That's true. But I think it was one of those things where the, the, I sh- shouldn't have had to make the kid make that decision. It should have been something where the coach was like, you know what? Hmm. Hey, we're gonna take this L. We're gonna withdraw. But I'm sending up for my, my team, right? Um, and then 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 the referee would have been dealt with afterwards. Right. Like, this is not what we're doing. You're going to be dealt with at a later date and time. I mean, he was dealt with. Yeah. He's banned from officiating in that district. Yeah. But that doesn't really solve right. anything. What's What's um, the other thing? Oh, another thing. Did y'all hear about? I just saw Chris Rock trending. Oh, that old interview. It was an old interview he had. It See, was, you're not on Twitter, and you take pride in not being on Twitter, man, you but you have out. to have your ear to the street. <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, so that's what Facebook's for. No, it was Facebook old, is behind Twitter. Who was like, the interview? It was, it was Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K. Oh, yeah, 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 Louis C.K. Was it the N-word segment? Yeah, yeah. But this is old, this is an old, this is old interview. This is an old interview. This is very it's old. old interview, and so people but it's just not on, trending. People getting on Chris Rock because he allowed uh, Louis C.K. to say the N-word. With um, the hard ER. The hard the hard ER. Like nigger. Like that the with the you know, just the whips and the chains I you saw, can hear in the background. I saw that original special. Yeah. Um and people are like, you know, why did Jerry Seinfeld have to say this was an inappropriate when Chris Rock should have said it. Known. Right. Yeah. See, so, I, I just got conflicting thoughts on it. I'm I'm, I'm gonna stay. I mean, now what, is your, what are your thoughts? This is what we're talking about. He loves Louis. Let's talk okay. about Louis C.K. could say the, I the do, hard I, ER. I, I, I do mm. love Louis comedy. Um, I think so. What? What? So what? What? What was he saying again? He was like, uh, he said, "Oh, me and Ricky Gervais say it. No, me and Ro- me and Chris say it, in, in um, in public, you guys say it in private. Something like that." It, it was, was okay. So he, Chris Rock was basically saying that Louis C.K. is like the blackest white person that I know, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a nigger." He's really Mexican, <laughs> but um, no, I, so. So Louis C.K. has something called a, um, an N-word bit, but go ahead. I do have a comment on this. I mean, I have friends um, who are closer with, you know, black people. And, um, you know, they're close enough where they've asked, like, over, like, a drunken conversation. Mm. Can I just say the word? No. Oh, no. no. And I've had friends that no. allow it for my other friends. Like, oh, I've never God. personally asked somebody that. But it's, it, I guess, like... The way they saw it was just to have the experience of being able to say it without any like <laughs> negative intent to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the opposition. I know, no, I you know should I be. Am. Like I, I'm about like no, you don't say that word. It doesn't matter if it comes up in a song, like, and you're just singing oh, along. You like say it's it. unacceptable. You shouldn't say it. But um, my thing was like even with the Kevin Hart thing, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, um, you know, there there is such a thing as smart. Boundary pushing humor, which I think Louis C.K. has. And there is a joke where he uses the N-word, which I thought was, in my opinion, was smart. 
the joke where Kevin Hart said the gay thing was just dumb, but like kind of like 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 harmless in my opinion. Mm. So I mean, w- when it comes to comedy, the lines get kind of murky to me. Like if you straight up call us by a nigger, then no. But it's just I don't know. I'm just the opposition at the table. I know I, I, I know y'all not going to agree, man. I know. Yeah, I'm just, just going to disagree on that. The topics just very. I mean, like, it's very sensitive. I look yeah. at it like this: if, if your mama keeps telling you don't touch the stove, it's hot. But you're curious and touch the stove and you get burned. That's your fault. Like you, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You, like, but you gotta, my thing was there was more critique of Chris Rock for allowing them to say it than the two gentlemen that actually said it. Yes, that's what I, I didn't like that. That's I didn't, problematic. I didn't like Ricky that. Well, said then, it too. Who are yes, you more offended by at the end of the day? No, but we can't, we can't blame Chris Rock for the actions because Louis C.K. literally said it first. Yeah. Um. And so he should have known better than not to say it. Like, yes, he's a comedian. Yes, he has a bit where he says the N word. But he should know, like, this is an offensive term. Like, people may take this the wrong way. He pushes boundaries. He does. Chris Rock pushes them too. I mean, I'm I'm not making an excuse for him. It was bad. But I think this is reflective of the climate we're in now, where we're being more critical of the stuff we passed in the stuff we gave a pass to in the past like even though people still bring up you know eddie murphy specials with all the negative things he said you know um people are not giving a pass to that anymore so i think that's why that interview resurfaced okay yeah i think it it generally is a lot more of a sensitive era we're in right now and i've noticed like it's trending on twitter where you know just fans of anybody will dig up things people posted seven eight years ago and use it against them and say oh well you said this seven eight years ago so you're a bad person for what you said that time ago and it's i don't i mean but my thing with the interview this is a grown man even back things probably what maybe still in his early 50s he knows the history of that word he could have just said like oh am i black (laughs) he could have said that that would have been just as acceptable as or more than more than acceptable than saying anywhere so he knows the history it's not like he was a teenage kid or something who stupidly tweeted out something. That's different. I, I could give that kid a pass because he just doesn't know better. But this is a grown man. So I can't you can't really say this was oh it was in the past, it happened. Because again, he knows what that word means, the weight of the word, and sort of just how how toxic it is. So I mean I just agree to disagree on that one. Um but I know we got a lot of stuff to get into this next segment. Wait, so. wait. So what are we doing? We doing hip hop corner first oh, or yeah, Nicole's uh telling of her tales? Do you have one tail or? I have a lot of tails. Where we want to go? You want to go now? (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. For the listeners who did not know, I've been MIA for the last few weeks. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And I was in Las Vegas two weeks ago. No. You tell me. I don't don't know. I'm tired. Time like mashed together at some point. It got weird. Um, But I got to go to Vegas for my first time. And as an adult, that was really awesome. That place just leaves you speechless. You cannot believe it's just this gigantic, like 10 mile long adult theme park and you can find anything. It was very overwhelming. And like I got there the first day and we kind of just like went down the strip and just looked at everything and then like went to bed because I didn't get till late in the evening and Michigan and Vegas have a very different time zone. I had to adjust. So we did that. And the second day I went hiking in the Valley of Fire, which was beautiful. It's just like this long trail and there's tons of gigantic just red rocks that are the size of mountains and they all got like holes in them. And like I just got to go hiking and exploring for that. The third day I went to a show called Puppetry of the Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Which was held at this erotic museum. Which I'm going to be up front right now. I am very comfortable with the human body talking about it, different Mm. organs. Like that's – everyone has them. They all look different. Honestly, at the end of the day of seeing one in your face, it's not going to ruin the end of – it's just not. (laughs) So the whole premise of puppetry of the penis is two comedians that stand on stage Mm. and they're completely naked. And they just smush their testicles and their dicks around into different shapes and make jokes about them for like a good hour in this erotic museum. <laughs> oh so, you Wait, know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did you pay for this or was it? It was on Groupon. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Groupon. Groupon. Yeah, Groupon. Thanks for this. It was awesome. So we go and it's 
I was really amazed just to walk in and see like all the different dicks everywhere and vaginas like before you even saw this performance. What category is that under in Groupon? Uh, right. Is that in theatrics? I don't know. I would say it would be. Adult themed entertainment? Yeah. So we got in. Of course, I got a couple drinks. I'm in Vegas. I'm going to drink. Yeah. Um, and we watched the show and it was really funny. You were really comfortable with the fact that you were just staring like face to face with like two different dicks. <laughs> like you didn't feel like it anymore. Like you, yeah. it was like they were just playing with Play-Doh and like just making jokes <laughs> at, by the end of it. But afterwards, we got to – we snuck in the upper part of the museum that wasn't open anymore. Oh. And um, – I definitely saw a lot of different like dick sculptures. There was like one room where they were just like playing porn on like multiple televisions. And I was like, where the fuck am I right now? That should be a Black Mirror episode. It was so trippy. So and I honestly, I do recommend that show. It was a very good time. It was, you know, it's very different and it was a good deal. So, okay. We did um, a lot of different things. I'm not a huge gambler, so I didn't gamble. I did more of like just enjoying the dispensaries and then people watching for the most part in Vegas. Um, we you, went to you watched people. Oh yeah, yeah. you got you, people watching Vegas. Do. There's a lot of people watch at the grocery store. Really? <laughs> I mean, like we would. <laughs> We would go to like a Seven Eleven. Hey, Walmart, man. <laughs> so the people there are interesting, man. Yeah. You have to people wow. watch. There's like books based on people who go to Walmart. Yeah. All right, all right. So you people watched. What else happened? I didn't mean to cut you off. We went to an EDM concert one evening, and I don't know if any of you are familiar with Nicky Romero. Nope. He is. He's a bigger EDM artist. He's really good at mixing songs and like working with more of um poppy artists that mm-hmm. are kind of popular. So we got to see him DJ at the win and it was like in front of like this pool and you had to dress all nice. It was like super bougie. I got to be like front row and they like spewed glitter everywhere. And I remember coming back and just like picking like shards of like plastic gold out of my hair and off my shoes. But that was an amazing experience. I spent $60 on two Bud Lights and two shots there. Yeah. <laughs> gotta bring some BYOB. Gotta bring your own beer. Well, and that's what you can do. You can just literally be driving in your car or walking on the strip anywhere, yeah. like around there, and no one cares. Oh, see, I gotta go to Vegas. Nobody cares. So, honestly, Vegas is just one huge four day drunken party. Yeah. And that's basically what it was for me. I got to see a lot of different things. I mean, we saw the fountains at the Bellagio, which was beautiful. Mm. And none of you are friends with me on Snapchat, but I don't have Snapchat. There was this running joke because I posted everything I did. Like there's <laughs> videos of me like just sloppily like rolling around a stripper pole at some point. <laughs> I love how she threw shade like none of you are friends none with me on Snapchat. You. None of you are my friends. Let me get back with this uh, story here. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, um, I don't have Snapchat. But uh, someone made a comment like every time I would like come to like a different thing in Vegas that was just like incredible to look at. You could hear me just go, wow. (laughs) And that was like every video. But that's I had no words. All I could say was, wow, and stare. I'm that observant of a person where I I just have to take it in and say, wow. You were resonant with a certain drink you saw at a certain restaurant saying, oh, my goodness, that's me. The ginger bitch. The ginger bitch. That's the post you made. You pointed yeah, up to it. I think I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. Someone else commented on it, and they're like, they're, you know, they're like, you know, there's another shot named after redheads. And, like, oh. we all know it's the redheaded slot. Oh. But oh, I was I like. You guys get a bad rap. Right. I, we do. Oh, it's messed up. All of, like, we can get into it. Every single movie I see a villain, they're always redheaded. <laughs> Every single one? Was like, there's every a, single? a lot. Of, it's a big no, they, majority. They're either what about like, Jessica, what about Jessica Rabbit? Bullies. They're either like platinum blonde or. Yeah, Jessica or Rabbit was a weird exception. Well, she was still the love interest. She wasn't the villain. Right. The femme fatale. Yeah, but she's dating a rabbit. So, really, how much of a winner am I here? here? But now. Yeah. You know what? You know? Yeah. Now you're just being self deprecating. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Nice. But yeah, Vegas was amazing. Um, I got home like at midnight and had to go to a work party at MGM Grand the next day. <laughs> So, like, you guys, I'm finally, like, all caught up. Yeah. And I feel better. I don't sound sick anymore. That sounds amazing. I'm just. I would have I enjoyed, what was it, a week in Vegas? 
I did six days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good amount of time. It's still still not enough. A lot of people, like, judged me, and they said, that's a very long time to be in Vegas. And I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Because the... I think the fifth day I laid in bed all day. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm partied out. I need to like recuperate now. Yeah. I would love to see a documentary of Nicole in Vegas. Seriously. I wish I was there with a camera. If you were friends with it. me on Snapchat, yeah, you, you would have. You would, have right. you would have your documentary. For real. The piece the Snapchat to get stories together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was incredible. I definitely suggest going there in this age group at this time. And yeah. don't wait till you're 40. You want to go when you're young and you can handle. I'm old now. Because you lose track of time so easily. You're there. not old, man. Stop know, man. There's no <laughs> clocks. Like there was a lot of nights where we got home at like six in the morning and I'm like, oh, it's pretty late. We should go to bed. And then I see the time and it's like the sun's rising and it's 7 a.m. And I'm like, we're up. <laughs> Well, let's <laughs> take a nap and go again. <laughs> let's do this again. Okay. Nice. All right. So, so yeah. I, all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Vegas one of these days before I turn forty. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> you got it. You're like twelve years. <laughs> right. So now we got Miss Shana at the height of her investigative journalism. Oh goodness. <laughs> so much to talk about. So where much. you want to start at? Who's the king of R and B? I told you to consider this. And who is Jacquees? I know who, who is, he is. Who is they referred to him on Twitter as the king of karaoke. <laughs> he is. The, oh, my God. Because all man. he does is cover other people's songs. Like, that's how. I mean, he has his own body of work, but that's how he got popular is by covering other people's songs. And then, uh-huh. you know, he has that real popular spat with uh, LMA because mm. he covered uh, uh, Trip. Oh, Trip. Yeah. Trip. I, I, you gotta have a lot of balls to run up on Keith Sweat. Oh, Keith Sweat. To me, oh, but man. Keith Sweat don't have the vocals. But that's, he don't. He that's, wasn't even the king of R and B during his. He don't time. got the vocals. That's so our R and B uncle. That's our R and B uncle. You can't just run up on you know, on the. On he's your mostly oldest. production and songwriting. You know like how many people were conceived to Keith Sweat songs. You know what, man. That's like running up on Babyface. Like you can't do it, man. But Babyface had vocals though. You gotta pay homage. Has vocals and he has a very talented songwriter. But keep sweat. He got that emotion. Just a, you know. He's he's always been a whiner to me. I just (laughs) never was into him. Hold up, you're diverting. You're diverting. Who is the, the king of R and B? Who is the? Yeah. I can't say who the king R. Kelly. is. That's what Dave Chappelle said. He says, "I'm sorry, y'all. The king is somebody who peed on somebody." Like, <laughs> I would say he was definitely '90s, maybe early 2000s. Mm. He R. ruled Kelly. for a little bit. Yes. So, so do you think that there's? And I personally think I don't think there's one defined king. What I think yes, is, it depends on what you like. I think yeah, I think each era but though. As too. far as who's most popular right now is Chris Brown. Is that R and B? Because he raps now, right? He's I mean, more like pop. Yeah, yeah. But you ha- you still have you know people a lot of people that fly under the radar that mm. have been in the game for a long time, but they're still touring and releasing music. Like you have Tank. Yeah, sure. You have Anthony Hamilton. People sure. are Bryson. Yeah. He's been in the game for a long time. He just released the album maybe last year. Maxwell releases something every five years. <laughs> every five years, for sure. Right, that's planned out, though. That's planned out. Yeah. I don't think, though, it's hard to classify some of these artists nowadays, though, because you got the Trap Soul. Now you got, um, yeah, you know, so like, hybrids. So it's R&B, like, traditional R&B, I don't think that even really truly exists right now. It exists. It's but just not those, on the but, those, but they're not as popular as they used to be, like maybe yeah. in the 2000s and the 90s. Mm. I think BJ, the Chicago kid, he, he might be up there. Okay. As far as his body of work yeah. and, you know, his vocals, definitely. But he's not very popular. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what qualifies someone as being the king of R&B? What are some of the checks, boxes you got to check? You got to add a fan a base. <laughs> no. you, you gotta have the fan base you know you gotta have the okay. hits you gotta have how many hits the credibility well we don't know i okay. mean it, it they, gotta be at least more than four i think they should judge the top r&b um artists off of like how many children are conceived it should be like a survey like who did you listen to, to their music as baby, a, baby as make- a mo- the only mother in the room <laughs> trey songs was <laughs> I could see that. Trey no, Trey, definitely. The well, anticipation mixtape. I know I got pregnant before. Well, I mean, well, baby but, making music is not. It's just like a part of R and B. Yes, it is. I agree. 
Yeah, because I would make baby mu- babies to EDM. There's EDM <laughs> music that I would make babies right, now to. Now you gotta leave. <laughs> good seeing you. It was good seeing you. You're too white for this. You gotta go. Oh my god. But you know what? This no, is a good discussion because first off, I didn't even know who Jacquees was until he came with this whole thing. Somebody's the king of R and B. How can you be the king of R and B and no one knows who you are? Maybe think, I'm just old. It was a know. great. It was a great publicity stunt. You know, oh, most sure. people know his name now for sure. But I mean, I knew. But then now they were saying like this is a very good thing because now you have like they was like, oh man, Jacquees made the dream drop a forty track album, yeah. and then now you have B two K going on going on tour. I'm excited for that though. B two K like with Omarion. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh way. Is it with B two K Lloyd Chingy? Who Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. I love Lloyd. I might have to go and see that. My girl tried to tell me, you want to go see this? I'm like, man, I don't want to see <laughs> no. a bunch of middle-aged girls screaming, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'll right. go with her. <laughs> I prefer Armarion's solo work, though. Oh, yeah. Icebox? Yeah. I had to get the, the Kids Bop version. Oh, Because I hated listening. When I worked at a daycare, I hated listening the to the The remix with Usher, yeah. though, was the best. And I was like, yes. oh, this Kid Bop version of Icebox will help me through the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate kids. It was so bad. Kids pop. Kids pop. I, I'm forced to listen to that. Hey, when you're forced to listen to the Wiggles, Kids Bop is <laughs> that Baby Shark song. Saving you. No, Every, I don't want to talk um, about it. Let's not. Oh, this is my no. my nightmares. My uh, daughter played. That. That. She figured out how to link the iPad to uh, my a speaker that's hooked up with the amplifier. Yeah. Oh shoot. So, you know, she was playing because she was in a, a Motown recital. So mm-hmm. she's been listening to a lot of that. And then all of a sudden I hear, dun, 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 oh, dun. No. I'm like, oh, my no. God. No. Like, you too. I think oh, it's very convenient like, how? how the song starts off like that, right. too. Like, like it's like coming shit. Like, you were just oh, singing yeah. the clean version of Sicko Mode. Like, why, <laughs> right. why, why is this in your repertoire? <laughs> so, well, kids listen to a lot of things. I listened to a lot of things when I was a kid. But, you know, so I think the general consensus here is not an easy question to answer. It's definitely not. No. Um, so we got Cardi B and Offset. Oh, yeah. That drama. You think it's staged? It's 100% staged. Okay, I was thinking about this on the way here. I don't know if Cardi B... I don't know if she created this persona before she blew up, like before she was, you know, brought on to um, hip hop and love and hip hop, love and hip hop, yeah. um, or if this is who she is. And it's very, it throws me off. I think she's adorable, and she's intimidating at the same time, which <laughs> I love about her. Else. I would love to be that type of person <laughs> as well. Maybe a little more like toned down, but I mean, uh, Cardi, she's. I think it's 100% stage because everybody loves drama. Yeah, and I mean, he came on stage and, you know, they know people are going to have their phones out and recording all this. And then they're going to get views off of it. Like, everyone is going to benefit from whatever happens. You got to ask yourself this question. And he didn't walk on the stage with just flowers in his hand. Like, people wheeled stuff out. Like, this was planned. You got to ask yourself this question. If this was a love and hip-hop moment, this would be a great scene. This would be an awesome scene. So you got to think about that. I mean, I don't... I don't want to say straight up is staged, but it's hard to like defy and, the evidence. And then she dropped her her video over the weekend too. So it's just like yeah, her she was constantly in it. I watched yeah. it one time. It's a good it's a good video. I don't like videos that made me feel poor, so I only watched it one time, <laughs> and I'm only gonna videos. watch it. I'm only gonna watch it one time. I'm surprised it wasn't like a disclaimer saying like, "Hey, it's gonna be naked it's bodies, be and, titties yeah, in right. here." <laughs> And yeah, like, I just pulled it up on YouTube. Like, wait a minute, it's titties, right? <laughs> All the little kids are like, "Mama, what what's this?" <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, That's a dark subject. The world, the, 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 man, the internet is a dark place for a young kid. For very, real. It's a very the dark stuff place. that you, you're exposed to nowadays, my God. But yeah, I think that's like stage. I remember watching BET Uncut and I was like, oh, no, I can't, can't be watching this. Wait, wait. Wait, what's your favorite uh, BET Uncut song? Oh, shoot. What was the one? Um, I got a favorite video. I don't know. I wasn't listening to the songs. Uh, it was a video like everybody, it was like an outside pool party. Um, yeah, you gotta be more specific. Oh my god, there's a lot of those. Yeah, there's a lot of those. I can't remember. I, I gotta, I gotta find my it. You think about it. Right, is wax a million uh, on the floor? Uh, why are you whispering? <laughs> right, why are you, why are you whispering? Right, and we can all hear we, you. We can hear you. <laughs> wax a million on the floor. That's my favorite BET uncut song and video. Okay, <laughs> all right. So we got uh, Big Crit's final EP of the year. Um, what was it called? What was it called, Shane? Did you get it? No. 
You didn't get it? I thought Tri- we talked about this last time. He dropped another one, Trifecta. So yeah, I didn't listen to it. Okay. All right, so what else we got in hip-hop? We got some other things. I know we do. Uh, 21 Savage's album came out on Friday, and I didn't listen to the whole thing because he has, like, the dopest. Well, J. Cole has been killing his features this year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I heard yeah. J. Cole's feature was great. It was great. So I haven't got past the first song because it's on the first song. I don't like when, like, they have the album and just the album title and they don't list who's featured. Like, I want to skip songs. I don't want to have to listen to the whole well, you know, song that's, that's, to know who's featured. I actually like that because that's the element of surprise. It's I don't want to be surprised with 21 Savage. My thing, right. my thing with Travis Scott was, I was like, man, I don't know who he's going to collaborate with next, Elton John. I just want to be surprised. And it was a good surprise when I listened Speaking to Astro Travis World. Scott, mm. how you feel oh. about Super Bowl? You know what? I think it's up to him. Let him do what he needs to do. I mean, I, I don't care what's going. I mean, it's 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 up to him. It's it truly is. Like, what do you, what do you think? You think these are protested? If you see everybody has gotten on the same page, and you want to be the one nigga that goes against all the other niggas, <sighs> yeah. Like, Maybe why do you want to be like that? that? Why do you want to be that one? He probably doesn't. Yeah. He probably doesn't. He probably views himself as different or somebody that's not affected by what everyone else is protesting. And that's yeah. a problem. I've, I've heard him talk about race in his songs. It's been really yeah. sly, but I've, I've heard, heard him talk, him about, talk it. about it in interviews, too. And I didn't agree, and agree with his views at all. So I think it's up to him. It is It is a choice that he that must be made on his own account. I think that I know the man, he wants to get his bag. Can't stop anybody from getting a bag. Well, he's always going to get a bag. He's Travis Scott. I mean, yeah. he's always going to get a bag. He's practically a Kardashian now. They always get bags. <laughs> but the, but again, so should we should we hold the artists to a different standard than the, the athletes themselves? Why don't we just say all black athletes? If you're standing with the cause, if you're against this, why don't you you know they step gotta, out as well? They got to eat. Basically, in the NFL, they they don't pay a lot of money, and they don't. They're not in the league very long either. Yeah. Maybe three or four years. Yeah. yeah, NFLs don't they don't last long. Um, it's a very complicated subject. I I mean I wouldn't be mad at him if he if he didn't do it. If he did do it, I'd be like, well, it's his decision. Right. It's tough. We're supposed to be protesting it anyway. Right. We shouldn't be watching it. Well, I don't, but I don't watch sports in general to be honest. I mean I just mm-hmm. I like it when the Spartans win, but yeah. you know. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I work for ex athletes and Football's brought up all day long, yeah. and I'm just like not there for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so is, does that cap it off? Any new releases? Okay, I gotta. Oh, go ahead. Any new releases or? Yeah, I've been listening to. I don't. Uh, yeah, I just listened to that one song on Twenty One Savage. I could. I don't like Twenty One Savage. I like him when he's featured on a Travis Scott song, but I just like him featured. Yeah, I mean, he has a couple songs. Like he has bank account, but it, like I. It's it's so remedial, like, <laughs> like I listened to the clean version of the song in front of my daughter, and she knew the song by like halfway through the song because he's like, "How many how many hoes you got? A lot. How many mm-hmm. others you got? A lot." So like by halfway through, it, she like a lot, <laughs> a lot. It's like the the a a, lot. it's the ABC version of rap. It's just like easy to follow. That had its place when we were growing up, though. You know, yeah. the, the Laffy Taffies, the Lean With It, Rock With It. You know, it had its I place. I need something with some substance, though. I mean, I'm sick of just all this, this mumble rap, this trash. I understand, uh, man. This is what the kids are listening to. You got to understand. Kids, kids are idiots, though. When we were kids, when we, we were, were kids, idiots, too, as yeah. kids. We, we listened so. to idiotic songs, too. And our parents were like, what are these kids doing? You yeah. know what happens? I think I'm just getting that old man syndrome, like, get off my line, yeah, long man. guy. Like, I'm just... Yeah. I mean, I went through that emo phase where a lot of the songs I listened to was, like, about death and being unhappy with yourself, which... I mean, emo is different, though. If my kids were to listen to that, I'd be like, you stupid, stop listening to this. Like, what's what's wrong with you? Why are you so angsty? (laughs) But I get it. I mean, I was angsty growing up. I was just angry for existing, apparently. No, you weren't. You just listened to people who were angry for existing. I don't know. You saw me the other day. I was pretty cynical about everything. Look, I want I want to give a, I want to give a quick plug. Uh, my friend, um, he's a he's a great rapper from the great city of Detroit, Anwar Sadat, S A D O T. He dropped a new album called Clarity. It's available on all streaming services. It's a it's a pretty solid album. Uh, one song on there that I put the spotlight on is called Child Support. 
It's, it's not what you think it's about. It's really not. It's really about how we observe the relationships between our mothers and fathers or whoever's in the household and how that shapes us with the relationships we have today. Oh, it's complex. Yeah, it's, oh, like it's, child it's, support. Yeah, it's a very yeah. good song, Child Support. I say check it out in uh, Mary Poppins, which is a great, great single. Oh, uh, hey. yeah, check, check him out, hey. Anwar Sadat. He's a very nice guy also. Hey. He is a nice guy. Shayna met him. Cool, cool. So I had, I had to send, listen to that. So send that to me. Send me a link. I don't know how you do it, but Absolutely. make that happen. Is there anything else? No. It's on okay. to you. It's on to you. Um, I've been feeling great, man. I mean, I mean, let me just mention one thing. I'm no longer reluctant movie buff. What? I'm now movie buff hustler. Oh my! This has been a very big movie deal for the last no, like, no, this, four no, days. No, this is a good. This is a big deal. It's a big we deal. We emailed what? about it. That's how big. So, of a so deal it why was. did you decide to so, change? Listen, I'm man, definitely judging you. Here's the <laughs> thing, man. I I, I I called myself reluctant because it's a deep thing behind it. I don't want to go too much into it, but when I was a young kid, I knew a lot about movies, yeah. like directors and writers' names and stuff. That was kind of yeah. kind of uncanny and weird. And I kind of got a little tease for it. So I kind of like held back throughout the years what I knew about movies until I went to college and I met other cinephiles and I knew what a cinephile was. Mm. So that's what that's where the whole reluctant thing came from in my Instagram name. But I just realized, you know, I'm not I'm not reluctant about it. No, it's time for you to own it. Own it. So I'm movie buff hustler now with an A at the end. Um, I just changed my name. That's all I did. And I might I think I think I might start writing blogs, man. Yeah, you got to get your website going. I can help you out with the with the. I don't know, get a Squarespace or something, account, you know. Well, I was going to go on you. WordPress, but I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of things I want to write about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's what I've been doing a lot, writing. But I want to talk about two movies I saw and a theory I got. I'm hoping we got the same movies that we saw. I saw a couple movies as well. So I saw Roma. I mean, people saw it on Netflix. I saw it, like, at the main art theater. And uh, it's pretty good, man. I can okay. see why it's the Oscar contender. Um, black and white period film, Mexico City. Um, What's well, in Mexico during like political strife? It's pretty good, man. It's about a um, a housemaid that cares for a middle class family who's going through um, tough things. The mother and father are fighting. I, I'd say check it out. Okay. Check it out. It's a great coming of age movie. I saw Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, yes. which was awesome. It was amazing. Really that was an amazing movie. I didn't expect to like it, but I did, man. So if you don't know the story, um, Miles Morales, you know, he's a black Spider-Man. Um, Who voices him? I think it's Shameek Moore from uh, Dope. Moore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yes. He does a great job voicing him. Um, so he um, he gets bit by a radioactive spider, but he realizes, like, he's the Spider-Man in his dimension, but he's not the only Spider-Man in the universe. Which Marvel's kind of just expanding on all the way right now even with all the other movies like there are right. so many different mm-hmm. universes and dimensions and they're mm-hmm. all kind of intertwining so i think this was a perfect opportunity to do into the spider-verse where there's <clears throat> you know all these different spider-men in different dimensions sorry i didn't mean to no 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 no. that was good you mentioned <laughs> yeah. that so th- that 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 ties into what i'm saying um he catches um the the peter parker in his dimension trying to beat kingpin from like um uh Launching this time-space continuum. So when that happens, you know, of course, all the other Spider-Man come into his dimension and um, he has to stop Kingpin. But he's also he's also um, uh, teamed up with a middle aged, burnt out, (laughs) divorced Peter Parker, (laughs) which is a hilarious dynamic. And it's just it's just an all around fun movie, man. Like it's just the action sequences unfold like a video game. There's meta humor in it. It's like a kid friendly Deadpool with his humor. That, that, I can set, I can definitely see that. You saw it. I saw it. I like the fact too that it was you could just, the, the development of the character Miles's character was so just it was amazing to see because I thought it was just gonna be a focus like a little bit focused on him but it was actually the whole movie was about him and his coming of almost like a coming of age coming into the Spider Man. His family relationships um, were great too. They were, and I loved the, how all of them, regardless of the universe, they dealt with the loss of someone. Right, it kind of mm-hmm. just the same storyline. Throughout the various universes. Um, Aunt May's in it. Oh, yeah. Aunt May's holding it down. Oh, yeah. And yep. Gwen Stacy is Spider-Man, at, I think I read, in yeah. a different dimension as well. Yeah, it's kind of a, a twist in the movie, but thanks for blowing that up. No, I'm just No, kidding. I just read it on the internet. I haven't seen it. I'm just... No, she isn't. I'm just joking uh, with you. The little porky pig little, Spider-Man. That was hilarious. Yeah. But um, the dimension that Miles Morales lives in is funny because there's a fourth chance to rapper album. He has the number four on his hat. It's the same album cover. <laughs> there's a Shaun of the Dead sequel. And um, the... the the album cover for uh, The Weeknd's Kissland is the same as Starboy. I don't know. You just notice certain posters and stuff that's that. funny. 
Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely highly recommend everyone go see that one. I would. I came in with low low expectations. I was like, all right, it, it'd be okay. I'm sure it's like a fun little kids. No, flick. every but it was it was awesome. Every parent that has taken their kids so far has yeah. like, oh my god, that movie was actually like amazing. And the soundtrack was amazing. Just oh, to- don't get me started. So I told Anthony this. I got very emotional emotional over Swally and Post Malone's song. Oh, yeah. oh, my, I'm tired of that song. <laughs> I, I am too. I'm like so I hit that point. Tired. My daughter listens to that song because she saw the movie without me. It's okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, that she movie. plays that song like all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. The first like few times I heard it, I cried. physically cried, like yeah. just driving in my it's car. Good. And I'm like, why is Post Malone out of everybody right. making me cry right now? Post Malone, yeah. Like, I, I'm not a huge supporter of him. I think he's just. He's. He's a tool. I, <laughs> he's a tool. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking. It with such vigor. No, and, I don't want to say he's a tool. I just think he's like he kind of reminds me of the emo music I would listen to when I was in high school, and yeah. I think like it's just a more like advanced, defined version. Yeah, kind of like ah, uh, ex 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 extension. Like oh, okay, like yeah, their music rap. is very yeah. like sad and just like it mm. makes you feel like these very like terrible things that honestly a lot of people shouldn't feel i mean that's that's just that's another segment of rap this is emo rap now it's a new uh genre yeah that's um, it does me. exist like, it does exist yeah so does e- but, well, hey guys um i got a theory here okay. and uh i need the bell for this oh i know i know you guys have been looking at me strange with some of the things i've said on here Yes. But listen, man. I mean, when is that <laughs> yes. different from any other time? Listen, I got I got a question to all y'all in the room and the people listening. I I, I don't want to admit this, but I think my man's Will Smith done fell off. Oh, with that little ponytail he had. I mean, a... in, I mean, in general. Bro. Oh, like I, listen, I listen. I love Will Smith. I think yeah. he's a great action star, a great movie star. But I mean, we've we're seeing a decline here, and I want to know: Am I the only one? Is it okay? No, is Wait, it because what? he's doing is, like I know he's doing like YouTube videos now and well, that's, that's, that's cool. His I'm talking kids, about movies. Oh, movies! Well, I need to see. Well, I need, I need to you to make the genie. Okay, you have to be more. I, I need saw you to it. make your case. Right. So they mm. released a um, poster for Aladdin coming mm. up, and Will Smith plays the genie, right, that, which I pump. thought. I actually thought was a good choice. I feel like he can live up to Robin Williams. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but the it's animated picture, though. The picture of him as the genie kind of was just. But like, what, uh, what what was everyone expecting? Exactly. Exactly. Like, what Seriously. was everyone it expecting? Just, I mean, man, you have to give it a chance. I guess you right. can't just like let's, base exactly. it off the cover of like. What would they mm, prefer? Like let's for him to look like the the genie on and Broadway because the genie on Broadway is bald. You got to right. think about it. He's always been a family based character. For the most part, like, you know, you would introduce your kids to bad boys. It's not a big deal. You know, yeah, he was always and really men in black. Kids. Like I watched that as a men child. Fine, yeah. Like yeah, he 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 doesn't do anything too crazy and too R rated. Listen, I mean, man. I mean, he, he has. But but yeah. first off, Will Smith, I would never put him as like a great, serious actor. Like, I'm no. not putting him. I'm not putting well, him up there with. Yeah, once Denzel. upon a time, he's though, never going to get an time, Oscar. Or he's not up there with a Sidney Poitier or, or a Denzel. He's, I mean, he, he's, oh, so, he's Are, solid. Have we forgot Ali? Yeah, yes. I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, man. There's Ali. I mean, there's Seven solid. Pounds. There's I Am Legend. I didn't like Seven Pounds. There's, but that's, there's well, Pursuit that's of Happiness. Okay, so maybe, like, he just was in a point where he was trying for an Oscar, and now he's at this age where he's like, <laughs> Listen, right, let me make my case. You know what? I just want to have my family make the money. Sorry. Make your case. I need you to make your case for how he fell off. Right. Because I, I need to, to see me, evidence. Yeah. To me, man, I mean, listen, man, there, there's from, from 2013 on, there's After Earth, Winter's Tale. Oh, don't Focus. get me started on no, him no, and Winter's wait, Tale. You got to let bad. me go. You got to let me Sorry. go. Focus was, was, was solid. Focus was solid. Um, concussion, which, you know. Tell the truth. <laughs> it would have been truth. a great movie with another actor. Right. Get a, preferably actually, African, an, an, Afri- an, an African actor. There's Suicide Squad. Um 
Haven't seen it. Don't want to see it. Oh, that Netflix, that Netflix I've, movie. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. It's not Bright. on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. No, I like Bright. No, oh, Bright? I oh. like Bright. Well, I was going to get to that. Oh. Collateral Beauty, which I heard was bad. Uh, Bright, which I heard was okay. Right. And now we got Aladdin. I mean, listen, man. You haven't seen it, though. We need a Bad Boys 3. No, I mean, we don't. We, 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 we need, didn't need we Bad Boys 3. That's in the works, though, We too. need a great action Bad comedy. Bad Boys 2 was terrible. Yeah, we don't need, need a 3. Bad Boys 2 was not terrible. How old were I mean, you when it came out? It don't matter. How old right. were you? I, I, I need I to know. It. I love like, it nowadays. Right. I look back I need at to it know. since. I look back That's at true. it since. Listen, man, we need a great action comedy with Martin, with Will Smith. We don't even need Martin Lawrence. We don't even need the Bad Boys 3. I we just need a great action comedy with Will Smith because I don't know, man. What was Bright? He's, I don't he's think been he's been in some ever, duds, man. What was has. Bright? Okay, Winter's Tale was terrible. Listen, man, this is just how I feel. But did you see Bright, though? It doesn't matter. But it's Will oh, Smith. You got to watch like, it. Though. You got to watch it to make your case. Okay, Adam Sandler was in flops. Jim Carrey was in flops. And I don't mean to use, like, these terrible white actors in this genre, but they were all great actors at one point. You would love Billy Madison or... Whatever Adam Sandler came out, anything Jim Carrey came out with, and then they went through a period where it was just flop after flop after yeah. flop. I'm not saying he's no longer great. And with he's the time, great. with the a day and time, but, what I'm saying now though is a lot of people are really into. Um, this makes me think of that South Park episode where they're like the yeah. member berries. Yeah, they're bringing back things from the '90s to make all people our age feel nostalgia, and you know want to pay money to go do that again. True. That's why, like, Disney's waiting so long to, like, release. Like, they waited forever to do The Incredibles 2. You know, they know that us, as an audience, are going to go back and pay money to do all those things. And Will Smith is benefiting off of that right now because he's not only using a Disney movie that was very popular for our generation. Mm -hmm. He was also popular in our generation with Fresh Prince. And, you know, he's... He's never going to be an Oscar-winning actor, in my opinion. Mm. But yeah, I disagree. I, I will put it this way. Some, but he's memorable. Sometimes you can't blame the actor. You just got to blame the script. Sometimes it's, just a hor- it's a horrible the script. The actor picks the script. But sometimes, I mean, if you get an opportunity to... to, to well, the script picks them, and then they pick right. what they it's want a, it. I love Seven Pounds. You know what I mean? Like, Is that I mean, the movie where he killed himself with a uh, Yeah, he like gave stingray? all his organs to yeah. everybody. Yeah. I didn't like it. I, I didn't either. I did not care for Seven Pounds at you know, all. That was I, depressing. I cared for the emotion clearly, behind it. And it was clearly Oscar bait. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, but it was good Oscar bait to me. I felt like... He has oh, good Oscar I feel like he, bait. He, he just he, doesn't... He has good Oscar bait. I feel like he was going somewhere there, and then he kind of went over the top with with um concussion, and I'm like... You got to find that right balance. I want Will Smith to find that right balance with the yeah. dramatic stuff. Yeah. I just want to talk about Winter's Tale. I, I do want to talk about this because this is the worst. It was garbage, the- man. This was the worst movie theater experience I've ever had. I paid for Winter's Tale because Colin Farrell was in it and his bushy eyebrows are gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know Will Smith was in the movie before yeah. I saw it. It's like a cameo role, you know. Yeah. He plays the devil out of everybody in this movie, and you don't really understand. I don't. Mm. I don't care about ruining this movie because it's a terrible Go movie. Ahead, man. Yeah, I'll never watch it. Don't. Yeah. So you get Will Smith pretending to be the devil at some point, mm. talking to this guy who's hunting down Colin Farrell, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Yeah. I wasted $10. That's that's a lot of money. I I mean, Magic Mike is 10 times more (laughs) worth it at this point. Uh, But you listed After Earth. I enjoyed that movie. I I didn't think it was as bad as the critics said it was. This is just, you know, Anthony's subjective opinion. I'm just saying, man. I want I want to see Will Smith in just that great all-around blockbuster action movie. I liked him in A Fish Tales. Shark Tale. Shark Tale, sorry. And he's going back to that. With a, he's going back to that kind of animated thing with spies in disguise. It looks promising. It looks funny, but I, I still don't. But know. I don't think you can cast your judgment because I cast my judgments on all live action remakes, and and some of them turn out to be pretty good. I think yeah. Disney's done great so far. I'll be honest. I've watched Beauty and the Beast. More times than adults should. Well, I was, I'll see with Lion King. I and too. I enjoyed the oh. Jungle Book. Yeah. So I don't know. And that was their first like technical like live yeah. action film where they recreated it in this new version and yeah. it did really well so then they did Beauty and the Beast and we're all hoping for Lion King to just cuz Lion King was so great yeah. animated on its own. That is one of the best Disney movies you can ever it's see. Got Beyonce. 
Yeah, and now they're kind of like. But she's not a good voice actress. She's Beyonce. Oh, I, has voice. she voiced what anything else? else? Yes, she has. She has done something else. What has she has done voice where I can't. Oh, remember. it was um this child that fairy movie. movie. Yes, it was and a fairy, Colin Farrell wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fairy movie, and I was like, she can't eat like she can't played even see like her face. and she played the queen in this movie too, yeah. and it, she just didn't convey it like and she I does love in Beyonce. person. Yeah, she didn't stick to singing. She, she's not a good voice actress, in my opinion. I don't know, man. I, I don't you know. know. She I, was in Gold Member too, so that kind of makes me question her. Yeah, that was Austin Powers, though. That was she Austin did Powers, Broadway though. and Dreamgirls. Like I yeah. love Dreamgirls. She didn't have a lot of lines. She didn't. Did anyone see? Let's stay on topic, folks. Did, did anyone listen, see? Um, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I, we just we are saying we don't agree with. Right. Them. I get it, and I'm used to it. But I, the closing <laughs> statement is: I love Will Smith. I just want to see the all-around Will Smith blockbuster again. They're going to reboot, yeah. I bet you any money. There's going to be like a reunion or something for mm. Fresh Pints at one point. I mean, Uncle doing, Phil can dies. you do it without James Avery? Right, they're doing a new Avery. thing. Well, they could with, um, and just make it like a dedication to him. They're doing a new thing with Men in Black with Tessa Thompson oh, and Chris Hemsworth. But um, no. listen, man, I want to say this. Uh, <laughs> shout out to RBG. Who uh, who made it through the cancer thing? Is that what your Instagram is based off of? No, absolutely not. RBG, Drew red, Brady. black, and green. Not the oh. Supreme Court justice. <laughs> oh, I never understood. I thought it was a joke or something. No, not definitely. No, <laughs> the trailer for the new movie based off her on the basis of sex is hilarious because it's a little corny. Because yeah. she's in the justice room and the judge is like, um. The word woman is never listed in the Constitution. And the actress is British, but she's playing American. She's yeah. like, neither is the word freedom, your honor. <laughs> and you can hear the Scottishness come out. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. That's rough. Great. Did, any, so did anyone, I have, I have to ask, did anyone see um, Bird Box? I did. My roommate oh my is like begging me to watch it right now. Oh, Sandra Bullock. I didn't so, know she, I just learned about it last night. She's, I did. She's good. I mean, she, she did a good job. I, I love she her. She was one of the people who I didn't really care for, but I definitely now appreciate her yeah. her, her skills. Like she's good. She's very that was a good movie. She plays a very good motherly role. Yeah. She definitely she fits into it really well. Like I hated her in Miss Congeniality. Yeah, what up, man? Um, I'm, I'm black and I like that movie. What the that what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Because it's never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you you could have said, "I have a penis." Or oh, I'm a I man and right. I have Miss Congeniality. Right. That, that, that would have been a better one. I just, just man. like I wasn't her. Na- I I do like her like '90s like you know comedy slash like not too serious. Oh, roles. Practical like, I loved Magic was. I loved so her in Speed. One. I like yeah. Miss Congeniality. Yeah. I, the one role that I. I don't like it's the blind side. Oh, blind side is trash. <laughs> it's okay. She did not do a good job, and I don't like how just, they utilize like Tim like McGraw and yeah, uh, just didn't. Yeah, I, I did not like. I'm like, I don't like this movie. I feel like they exaggerated the like her life. like right the oh, southernness of that. They definitely did. He he said that that affected his career. Yeah. The movie. Well, yeah. sure, fucking did. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Tell me, all right. So, Bird Box. For those who don't know, it's a, it's almost like um, a quiet place. a quiet place, but yes. you can't see. You can't look to, them in the eye. Yeah, you can't look them in the eye as opposed to uh, um, speaking. But it was good. It was definitely one of the be- the better Netflix movies I've seen in a while, and I've seen some bad ones. <laughs> definitely, definitely check it out. Um, How, like I was trying to explain it, and maybe I'm not a good summarizer of movies. Yeah. They was like, I was explaining to my friends. I said, like, that movie sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all horror oh. movies sound stupid. My my roommate was laughing at her boyfriend because he rationalizes every yeah. single horror movie. And she's like, you just can't do this with horror movies. Because right. <laughs> the possibilities of these things happening in real life are so none. slim to none. Yeah, Like, you just have to shut up, laugh at what's impossible, yep. and, you know, have yourself a scare. Give yourself like some. I like Happy Death Day. Oh, oh they're yeah. making a sequel yeah. for that. I which like yeah. surprised that's me. Like that's something that like will literally never happen. True. But I actually but enjoyed it was that a good movie. concept. It was different. You know, you have yeah. to wake up the same day. Like we're getting really into these horror type of scenarios where you know you're stuck living in different dimensions or you're mm. stuck repeating something for you know a long time because that right. is a big fear for humans that is i um i recently just watched the good place on netflix i watched the whole two oh, seasons I didn't see that one. um I didn't so see i'll give you the premise there's a good place and there's a bad place mm-hmm. and kristen bell ends up in the good place and mm. they had made a mistake 
they thought she was somebody else and sent her there. But really, they kind of give you a background on Kristen Bell and everything she has done in her life kind Mm. of warrants her to be to the bad place. So the whole topic of this this, um, TV show is what's morally acceptable to make you end up in heaven and what's Mm. morally acceptable that's going to, you know, send you to hell. It really does make you question, like, what are we doing right? What's going to get us to a higher place? If that yeah. even exists, it yeah. it it's such a lighthearted comedy, but it does have such serious undertones. And it's just I 100% recommend like watching it and kind of just like dissecting it. You would really it like it. I don't want to ruin it for you, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, and I think for most part, for the most part, I think a lot of horror movies. They're either po- apocalyptic in nature, and I think yeah. that's that's what Bird Box yeah. was. It was apocalyptic, apocalyptic theme where, um, essentially, there was this outbreak—not necessarily an outbreak—but um, if people looked into, or if they if they saw this figure, they would commit suicide. And it had a lot of stars in it. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> a lot a ton like of stars. so. The premise kind of sounds like to me that one with Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deutsch, The Happening. Where like it was the hair right. and the trees yeah, like was the like fog, making or... them commit suicide and yeah, I can see that. That so kind of sounds like some, that. It took some. Uh, I was so disappointed in that movie. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. I actually yeah. saw that at the movie. People are like, God. explain the movie to me. I'm like, well, there's some air and it makes the trees blow <laughs> and then uh, the people commit suicide unwillingly. Yeah. So I guess that was the same exact premise. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that's that's uncreative. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin it for better, you. But this movie's actually way better. Yeah, I agree. If it it's has more, like more it's of better like, executed. Yeah, if it has the, more backgrounds, um, like character stories, like yeah. the happening didn't have a yeah. whole lot of that. Yeah, but that was a good. Movie, so definitely check that out. Another one, the Mowgli. Did y'all see that? Uh, the, that one on Netflix. Pretty, uh, pretty much jungle, okay, is it better than Jungle, than jungle Book spinoff? It's not better than Jungle Book. Okay, then I'm not going to watch. I'm like, what's the difference? Not much. I think Netflix is trying to like because I think Disney's planning on coming up with their own streaming system. Oh yeah, which is going to affect how it plays on Netflix. I'm sure. So I'm pretty sure Netflix is trying to make their own brand of Disney related films, not necessarily Disney films. So how is that not copyright infringement though? The Jungle Book is not owned well, by Disney. Well, like, and they yeah, use the character. Yeah. Mowgli's not owned by Disney. Mowgli's okay. owned from whoever wrote, wrote it, the yeah. book about Jungle and I think Book. One, and I think how long does a copyright last? Is it like a hundred years or something like so. that? Like once it's a hundred years, as fast you can do whatever you want. You so mm. quiet right now. Right, what's going on? You, yeah, you, you always got your two right. cents. I'm just putting myself in a corner. I've, I've said too much. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, I. I crossed the line. Wait, what do you mean? You want to talk about crossing line? We can tell. I told my boyfriend about the Wakanda Forever thing. Oh, wait, what? What's wrong? Like, so, so what's he yelled at me? You crossed the line where? When? Nothing, nothing. No, never mind. Uh, what did you tell your what, with what, that whole what, Will Smith thing? No, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> bringing up Will Smith as a as a um, bad actor. Mowgli was directed by Andy Serkis, who plays Gollum. It was the directing. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I haven't seen it. I I, Netflix might rock, like you know, their version of Disney. Netflix has a lot of duds. They do. They have they a put lot out of too much. They have a lot of good one hit wonders, and then they have the duds. They just put out too much content. They do. I think they that's their they're going to be their demise at some point because this it's excessive. I think their demise is going to come with everyone else with everybody having their own. Yeah, when Disney like picks when up streaming, their own streaming. With, because if I can stream like all the Disney movies like ever yeah. like, for $10 a month, I have a I have a kid. Like right yep. now we yeah. go to the library and get the movies. Yeah. But I forget about libraries. Libraries are lit. <laughs> <laughs> but like if that if they have that, then I will pay for that. Okay. Like all the it adds up. Like eventually, like so. Like I don't pay for cable. You know, I just use streaming systems. I have Hulu and Netflix, and I did HBO Go for a bit, but that was fifteen ninety nine a month. So eventually, my bill ended up being a cable bill Mm -hmm. to end with. So I think we're eventually going to cross over into this era where. You're paying, you know, ten dollars a month for this streaming, this channel, seventeen dollars per month for this channel, this channel, this channel. Like, cable is going to become obsolete at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. It's already I am baking on it. Like, 
I'm very nervous to buy Blu-ray DVDs because, yeah. you know, at some point they're going to be obsolete. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've bought, I've purchased movies like through Amazon. But I feel like, like and the, they're uploading. I can watch it when I watch Amazon Prime. Yeah, because I, I use pretty much all of them. But my my issue is that there's too many things to choose from, and everyone like if you want to see a series, you have to subscribe to this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to pay another mm-hmm. fifteen twenty dollars on top of right. It been. all adds up at the end of the day. Right. But that's how they're making more money off of us now. Okay. So I guess we got to wrap this up, you all. What are some final thoughts from? This conversation that y'all got that we had today. I missed you guys. It was really nice to talk. For real. I know. I feel like I haven't even seen Anthony at work. And we finally, (laughs) I finally showed up for like three days (laughs) and talked to him for a bit. We got to sit next to each other. He called me ignorant at one point. (laughs) It was awesome. He told me the Wakanda Forever story. Apparently I was... After oh. the one drunken recording I decided to do. We were I was, walking up and down Main Street and she kept screaming Wakanda forever. <laughs> I love looks. Black Panther. That's <laughs> the too. only reason. I asked for a t-shirt that said Wakanda forever for Christmas and I got told no multiple oh. times. Well, well, I will say uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, happy holidays. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the new year. You know, we have another show prior to that, but it's, it's going to be a good 2019 for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy merry christmas and all that. yeah that's been another great episode of can we talk please like and share